Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled, Walking and Living in the End Times. And our foundation scripture is Mark chapter 13, verse 22. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. And we've been talking about a falling, a taking, a revealing, and a coming. The falling away is an apostasy within the church. It's a great departure from the faith. And the taking away is the taking away of the Holy Spirit who is restraining the revealing of the man of sin, the son of perdition, the Antichrist. And the fourth thing we talked about was the coming or the day of the Lord in judgment. Now, when talking about the falling away or the great apostasy, which is the great departure of many in the church departing from the faith, as we can see, the most influential force that leads this apostasy is false Christs, false prophets, deceiving spirits, and doctrines of demons. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. And the Message Bible says it very directly, The Spirit makes it clear that as time goes on, some are going to give up on the faith and chase after demonic illusions put forth by professional liars. Well, the question we have to ask is, is this happening today? Do we see any large groups of Christian organizations, churches, and denominations departing from the Word of God and following doctrines of demons? Well, I say emphatically, yes, We currently have several denominations changing their doctrinal positions on sexual immorality, marriage, eternal security, grace, salvation, sin, hell, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and even God the Father. Have you heard of the gospel of inclusion, a dual covenant theology, or replacement theology? There are many others, too. Here are some news reports that will shock you. There's a man, Jose Luis de Jesus Miranda, who claims to be Jesus, who lived in Florida. He lived from April 22, 1946, and died August 8, 2013. He was the leader of a sect called Growing in Grace International, based in Miami, Florida. He claimed to be both the returned phase of Jesus Christ and the Antichrist. He was previously known as the Jesus Christ Man, But shortly after his death, his followers granted him the title of Melchizedek because, as stated by his official site, he attained his new and final name, which means King of Justice and King of Peace. 
Publicly, his church has continued to insist that Miranda has not died and that he is immortal. He was buried on November 22nd of 2013 in a ceremony in which only his family and certain followers assisted. Well, here's a very interesting scripture concerning Jose Miranda. It's Mark chapter 13, verses 5 through 6. And Jesus, answering them, began to say, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and deceive many. In January of 2014, there's a news report that a South African church leader was under fire over what they call grass-eating followers. It's Pastor Lasego Daniel, who was based in Garankua, north of Pretoria. He told dozens of followers to eat grass because it will bring them closer to God. Well, it made headlines globally after the images were shown of his followers laying down in a field and furiously munching grass. Further images were then shown of some followers vomiting. People were apparently drawn to the pastor's church, Rabboni Center Ministries, after it was claimed that he performed miracles. One of Daniel's followers, Doreen Kagatel, says she had a stroke two years ago and could not walk, but since eating the grass, she regained the strength in her legs. Yes, we eat grass and we're proud of it, say congregants, who were convinced by the miracle-working preacher. Well, this same pastor, in September of 2014, had many people in the church drinking petrol. The news report said a controversial South African pastor, Lasego Daniel, made his congregants drink petrol after claiming that it can miraculously turn into pineapple juice. Now, you may think that these stories are crazy, but they're verified, they're on news sites, and the videos are available. The Christian Post reported in March of 2014 a Kenyan pastor was banning female congregants from wearing underwear in church. He instructed them to avoid wearing the garments in order to be closer to God. There's more to that story, but I think that's enough. Then in August of 2008, there's a news report and a ministry of a pastor teaching that it's okay to cuss and talk dirty in the Christian bedroom. Well, I guess it doesn't matter that Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4 says, Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. And then Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Well, we don't need to talk more about that either. But folks, we need to be careful who we're listening to and make sure that what they're teaching is biblical. Many people call this the new emerging church. And I'm aware of this because there are many children who I have taught over the years who are changing their views drastically. I find that this new emerging church can be just about anything you want it to be, except for the truths concerning the righteous judgment of God, that Jesus is the only name under heaven whereby man may be saved, and that eternal hell is reserved for those who reject salvation through Christ. So let me give you a list of a few of doctrinal errors that you can find in different variations of the emerging church. The first is the doctrine that there really is no eternal hell. Another doctrine is that there's no responsibility for salvation and that repentance or faith is not required. Then there's a doctrine of inclusion, which says that everybody is already saved, whether you believe in Christ or not. There's a thing called coexist theology, that all religions pray to the same God. There's still the false doctrine of purgatory and purchasing indulgences for loved ones who have died to get them to heaven sooner. 
There are several doctrines changing the definition of sexual immorality, and that which God describes as abominable is now acceptable to God. There's a doctrine that abortion is acceptable to God. There's another doctrine that Christ is not deity. He was married to Mary Magdalene and had children. Or there's another one that says that Jesus was a homosexual in a relationship with John. Another one is that Jesus actually sinned. And two others I'll tell you about. One is called the dual covenant theology, which stands for salvation for the Jews. And another is called replacement theology that stands for salvation for the Gentiles. And the problem that most have with doctrinal truth is the question, how can God send anyone to an eternal hell? Well, the truth is God doesn't send anyone to hell, and it is his desire that no man perish, but through the gift of his son's payment for their sin, that they would inherit eternal life. And that's right out of John chapter 3, verse 16. Jesus said, unless one is born again, they cannot see the kingdom of God. And that's in John chapter 3, verse 3. Another scripture, John 14, 6, says that no man comes to the Father except through him. You see, most of the error is based upon the false teaching that man is not responsible for his own actions, nor do we actually have free choice. Some call this scapegoat biology. This is nothing new, though. Calvinism has its root foundation in the doctrine that we do not have ultimate free will or free choice. And even the doctrine of Jehovah's Witnesses was birthed with answering the struggle concerning a righteous God of judgment and an eternal hell. His name was Charles Russell. When he was 18, he encountered Adventist preaching and began to regularly attend a Bible study. It was not long before he determined that he could not reconcile an eternal hell with a merciful God. Over the next two years, he came to question many other historic Christian doctrines and became convicted that the historic creeds betrayed true Christianity. At the same time, he adopted Adventist teachings that the end times had begun in 1799, that Christ had returned invisibly in 1874 and been crowned King of Heaven four years later, and that all Christians who had already died would be resurrected before the end of 1878 and that 1914 would mark the end of a harvest period and usher in Armageddon. He had five clothing stores that he sold, an act that generated a substantial amount of money, today's equivalent of several million dollars, and he committed his life to writing, publishing, and funding the propagation of the message of Christ's imminent return. He did this at first through a partnership with Nelson Barber and his Adventist periodical Herald of the Morning. Well, as you can see, there's a lot going on with false doctrine and teaching. And I believe we're going to continue to see a rapid rise in all kinds of doctrinal error. And they are all designed to steal, kill, and destroy. As John chapter 10 verse 10 says, the thief comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. Again, our foundation verse is Mark chapter 13 verse 22. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive if possible, even the elect. And don't forget, the first thing that's going to take place is the falling away, which I believe we're already in. It's the apostasy within the church, the great departure from the faith. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Why is this important? Because it affects how we answer the question, 
How can a good God send anyone to an eternal hell? You see, if we do not have complete and absolute free will, then how can anyone depart from the faith by giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons? Without free choice, how can we give heed to anything? Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both you and your descendants may live. I like Joshua 24:15. It's probably my favorite passage in the Bible. It says, And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yes, I do believe we're living in the last of the last days. We're at least 2,000 years closer than the apostles in the book of Acts were. But our time is up right now, so stay tuned. Return tomorrow to the same time, same place, same channel, walking and living in the end times. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.